This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. Guess what? It's me. It's Jamie. It's another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. We're back. I know, we keep missing kind of days, and I'm so sorry. This time it was because my son went back to the military. Look, we don't owe you explanations. But we like to give them to you. We have lives. For the tens of people who listen to us regularly. I ain't giving, <laughs> I ain't giving you shit. <laughs> She's kidding. She loves you guys. But for the people who, like the tens of people that listen to us regularly, I wanted to make sure you understand that we still do love you guys, and we still take this serious. Um, but my son did come home for his nine days after boot camp. He, he got to stay. And then he, he was back so off. so handsome. Yes. And the day that we were supposed to um, record, I, I had my whole entire living room was strewn about because I had everything going. Christopher trying to get him packed. And, of course, he waited to the last minute. And then he had to do laundry and all kinds of stuff. I ended up being up for over 30 hours. Jesus. Yes. Because I woke up at 6 o'clock that morning, right, to, like, get the kids out the door and everything else. And then I didn't go to bed that night because we were up really late. He was talking to me until like midnight and then I tossed and turned and then we got up at 3.15. So I just, I could not get any sleep. So it was like, I was up continuously. Like every time I would start to fall asleep, you know that feeling where you're like, I'm almost out. Well, the dog would kick me. At one point, Bruce rolled over and he started snoring. And I was like, motherfucker. Like I just wanted to like shove my pillow down his throat, you know, because he's like snoring. And I'm like, oh my God. So then we get him off. And of course we walk in and this is the, one of the most amazing things. We walk in and they immediately recognize that he's military because he's got all these green bags and all this shit. And then of course the stuff I got him that says like, you know, his name on it. It's got the, you know, the military emblems and, or the Marine emblems on it. And they put him right in a special line because he doesn't have to do all these weird pre-checks and everything right. because he's DOD basically. And, um, and then he turns around after he checks all his shit in. And two people come up to him and shake his hand and say, thank you for your service. Oh, he hasn't even done no service I yet. know. I was like, oh, my God. And I'm like, okay, all right. Because I'm, like, trying so hard not to cry. Like, even right now, I'm trying not to cry. But um, and I was just like, oh, my God, right? Like, that was so amazing, like, to see that. But then he turns around and he's like, Mom, like, where am I supposed to go? Like, I don't, you know, because I wasn't with him. And he's never, like, really been at the airport alone. He's always been with other people or, like, me or something. So he's like, where the fuck do I go? And I'm like. Go up the steps. File the fucking sign. So I'm like, it's funny to me that it was like people are like shaking his hand like he's this hero, you know, in a way. Because he's like, you know, doing all this stuff for his country. Then he looks at his mom and it's like, but mom, where the fuck am I supposed to go? I don't know where I'm supposed to go. Like, it was, I'm like, well, there's your, here's your brand new Marine for you, world. Like, it was so, so funny. I, <laughs> I didn't know, like, apparently I always tell Christopher how handsome he is when I see him. Yeah. Is that a thing? Because when I came here on Saturday... I was like, look how handsome you are. Come here. Yeah. And Uncle Pat was like, oh, here we go. And Christopher, I said every time. So I guess I call Christopher <laughs> handsome all the time. Well, that's okay. He is. He is super handsome. There's, like I mean, what's wrong? Say. I don't, no lies, no lies detected. I'm not really sure what right. he's trying to say. But <laughs> I, I thought it was funny because that's what, and, and I'm going through my mind and I'm like, oh my God. He's absolutely great. Every time I see him, even when he wasn't... My handsome boy! I'm like, hello, handsome. Yeah. Aren't you handsome? Christopher, you're so handsome. I do the same thing to Jonathan. Mm. Oh, my God. It was so funny. So, you guys, yesterday, Jonathan went and... I need, like, and this dog out. She's going to go out, come in. Go out, come in. 
But anyway, so Jonathan went into um no, saw doesn't. his saw his new um doctor yesterday. Okay. And it was kind of like he just wanted to establish care because the doctor he had had, he had had since he was born. Right. And she retired. I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? So anyway, we go in there and you're like, well, why don't you just do your physical today since you haven't had one? Like, that's what most people do anyway. And Jonathan was like, okay. You know, and then after like the medical assistant walked out, he was like, oh my God, like they're going to give me shots and like, she's going to touch me in my no, no place. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I'm texting Aunt Jamie right now what you just said. Cause I'm like, at one point in time, he'll be like, can, can a bitch touch my no-no place? Like, I, it's just funny to me, like, the difference. It was, like, stranger danger, like, my no-no place. And so that's, I had to that's text a totally Jamieism, too. It was. As soon as he said it, I was like, she is going to be so proud of you for saying the things that you said. Um, but it, so, yes, I actually got to talk to Christopher. He called me. And he actually called me on Saturday. He was, like, waiting to get his hair cut, and there was kind of, like, a line. So he called, and I was like, so are you going to call your dad when you're done? And he was like, no. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm all petty, petty white for a minute. I mean, not because I don't like his dad. I think his dad's an amazing human being. He's a wonderful father. But as a mom, you want to be their best friend. And I, I keep telling him, I'm like, how about if you get your first tattoo? Because he wants to get a sleeve at some point. And um, so I was like, okay. I'm like, well, how about if you get your first one? He was like, I don't know. I can't really get one because when I go back, it'll still be raw. And then I'm going back to combat training. And they tell you not to get one when you're on leave. Right. Um, on this particular leave. And he was like, why? And I was like, because I feel like you should get a tattoo that says, I love my mom. She's my best friend. And I'll get a tattoo that says, I love my son. He's my best friend. Like that. And he's like, no, <laughs> no, we won't be doing anything like that. But then he called me and then he called me for Mother's Day too. And it was really cute. So, yeah. so how was yours? I got my metal detector people. She finally Katie. got it. She shunned everyone so terribly or guilted everyone so right. terribly. Katie came through. Because my baby had a kick-ass month at work and sold all the expensive glasses. She got a really nice bonus. Did she? And she spent her bonus on me. And she bought me my damn metal detector. She's such a good girl. Yes. In spite of you. Look how she turned out. I know. I don't get it. (laughs) Like, I don't get it. So, so we did that. We went out to dinner. Um, At the end of the night... She put my hand on her belly because Peter was moving around in there. I thought his name was going to be David. Peter David. Oh, Peter. Okay. Right. Okay. Remember, I was like, she's going to name this baby Dick David. <laughs> I'm going to call him P. Diddy. But anyway, she put my hand on her belly. Dick David. And my mother was watching the whole exchange because at the table it was me, Katie, and then my mom. Okay. And my mom was watching the whole exchange where Katie's like, Mom. And she took my hand... Girl, you can make cry. Don't cry because you know I'll cry. I don't do that. I'm an empathetic crier. I don't do that. Or a sympathetic crier. Woo! And then so she took my hand and she put it on her belly right here. And it was like, boop. Oh, my God! And I was like, (gasps) and my mom, my mom starts crying. And she's like, did you see her face when she felt her grandbaby move? It was the best thing I've ever seen. Oh my gosh. That is so great. My mom got to see that and apparently that was the best part of her mother's day. Your mom had a lot of favorite parts. She did. She She did. did. She kept saying best mother's day ever. I know. She was like, Billy got me flowers. Best day ever. Went to dinner. Best day ever. She went to, so Billy got her flowers. I, I went and took her shopping. Um, Carrie got her a dozen yellow roses, which were beautiful. Oh. Um, and what else did she get her? And a candle and a balloon that says best mom ever. And then Kira got her chocolate covered strawberries. And Kira made everybody cookies. 
Oh, that's nice. So everybody got a little bag of cookies with their name on them. Because Kira, Kira found something she can cook. So cookies are, she's like, so proud of these cookies. Right. She found a cookie recipe. She has mastered it. She has tweaked it every time she's made it. Kira is like the cookie queen right, right. now. So everybody got cookies from Kira. That is um, so nice. I hung out with the babies. Layla ate everything in sight. She had Did a she? lemon. Because apparently the weirdo loves lemons. Um, she had a lemon. She had a weirdo likes lemons. She had a breadstick. She had pasta. And then Tyler was like, Layla had a bellyache. I wonder why. Oh my god, that's so cute though. But she had soda. Like, Layla was like living her best life. CJ is such a good baby. Aww. And I turned on Coco on my Disney Plus on my phone, and he sat all up in that little high chair. He sat up like a big boy, and he watched it, and he was talking to the t- to the phone, to the characters on the movie, and then he turned around and looked at me and talked to me because he's telling me all about the movie. I was like, this kid made my whole Mother's Day. Like, I just watched CJ, and it was amazing. Isn't it so neat? Like, it's so crazy. Like, my grandmom is still alive. Like, I'm so lucky. And actually, we're going to talk about them, yes. sort of. So maybe we'll se- we'll segue. Okay. We'll segue. That way you can get that in. Because it's it's crazy and funny. And I can't... I actually just talked to my mom today. Uh-huh. And I'm a little upset that I didn't really know all about this story yet. Because I wanted to tell her. But anyway, my grandmother is still alive. And I had her my whole life, obviously. But my kids... Like, Christopher's 21, and he has a great-grandmother. hmm Like, you know, no, I don't think people realize, like, how beautiful it is to have that many generations that are still around and love you so much. And apparently he called her on Mother's Day, and it just made her entire world. Oh, nice. Yeah, she was just so happy. So, with that said, though, a lot of people where my grandmother lives are getting kind of happy. Mm-hmm. Take it away, Jamie. So Danielle's mom lives in the villages in no, Florida. No, my grandma. Or grandma, sorry. Yeah. Lives in the villages in Florida. Yeah, my parents actually will never move to the villages because they're hardcore Democrats and they feel like Florida's just nothing but scum-sucking Republicans. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, like how, how well, I asked Danielle, I said, when you were in Florida last year visiting your grandparents, did you happen to see any loofahs hanging from anything? And she's like, no, not that I noticed. Well, now I'm going to pay attention when I go down so, there. So, there's something called a loofah code in the villages. Just your regular run-in-the-mill shower poofs. Right. And different colors mean different things because the villages have a very high swingers community. Right. So, they hang their loofahs by the door or off their car antennas. And here's what the different colors mean. Okay. So white means that you're a novice. A novice swinger? Right. It means that you are a newbie. At swing life. Yes. Okay, I'm going to write these I'm down. I'm trying to get Okay, so loofahs. I don't even have to spell loofahs. So we're just going to go. F-A-S. Yeah. that's how it went. So white is oh. new. Oh my god. So white white means it's they're novices, they're beginners. Okay. Purple means that they're voyeurs and people who like to watch. Let me put my glasses on. Okay. The pink loofah. Yeah, that's so gross. These means people, uh, it's a soft swap that people who like mean? to do it with others in the room. 
Wait, what? How does that work? A soft swap. It means that basically it's like a um, they they just like being watched. Not people who like to watch. That's purple. People who like being watched is pink. Well, why would they call it a, why would that be a soft swap then? Because they, the other people in the room can touch them, but they're not like fucking. It's a soft oh. swap. I love this. She knows this. This kind of gives you. Well, I used to go to the swingers club, so. Yeah, I know. Like one day we're going to have to do some more information on this. So, so Jamie can blue, tell you. Blue is the lowest level of full swap. Those who can play well with others. Now full swap means the husband of the other one goes with the wife and the wife of the other couple goes with the husband. It's a full swap. Okay. Wife swap. Boom. Hey, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Let's go have a beer. Go back. And I'm going to fuck your wife and you're going to fuck mine. Ew. That's a full swap. Ew. Hold but on. It's Bruce, the, that will never happen. I will never tell you that's okay. It's the lowest level of full swap, which means it's just traditional. Yellow is mid-level swap. For those Mid? who want to, For those who <laughs> want to have a lot of fun, but they're still a little nervous, which means like they're newbies, but they want to dabble in a little something something. Uh... I don't know what that means. They want to dabble, like, in bisexuality and things like that. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, so it's low-level bisexuality stuff. They're just trying to figure things out. Mm -hmm. I may or may not do some stuff. Black is a full swap. Those who say that they're down and they're going to let it, they don't give a shit. They're just going to let it all happen. Whatever happens, happens. Let's get down and dirty. So it could be a guy, a girl, it doesn't mm-hmm. even make any difference. Really? Teal means that they are bisexual, and that's for those who want to increase their dating chances. So if you find yourself in the villages, you will no doubt see Lufus attached to cars. It was a very friendly way to, to guide you into like what people are interested in. Wow. So, yeah. Jesus. So next time you go see your grandma. I'm going to have to call her back because it's my pop-up's birthday and I just, my mom just sent me a text and she was like, don't forget it's pop-up's birthday. When I called earlier, he was on the phone. So now I'm going to have to call back anyway and be like, mama, did you know that your neighbors are trifling? (laughs) Um, I'm saying, you don't know that because she knew you were coming, she didn't hide her loofahs. Mama, my grandma did not hide nothing. You don't know nothing? I do know. You don't know, you went, you hope. My pop-up on the other hand? I wouldn't put it past him, but my mama, no. Sorry. Maybe when she was younger. My mom was a little wild when she was younger. Yeah. She ain't doing a whole lot these days, but. That you know of. Oh my God. Wait till I tell her. I'm like, Jamie was like. If you think about it though. Trying to imply that you may or may not have your own loofahs. And she's like, well, you know, I might have a pink one. (laughs) I'm like, mama, do you know what pink is? Well, no. I'm like, well, let me look at my list. It means, and I'll have to look it up. I'm like, pink means you're a soft swap. It means that you will take a penis while people touch you <laughs> while you're taking a penis. Because <laughs> like, these are the conversations you should be having with your 80-something-year-old grandmother. <laughs> I don't know, but if I... She'd be like, well, oh, that's not what I use look, my loofah for. If I'm 55 <laughs> and I'm still not married, I'm taking my ass to the villages. You should. I'm moving to Florida, and I'm going to be, like, the hottie in the village. You are going to wreck those people and end up with some STD because your ass no, is going to get so much butt down I'm there. Like, I'm going to use condoms. Well, them old asses at that point. You know, I they're can't do just, it. I can't do it. Like, I'll tell you why. They're probably just coming dirt and dust. They're all, like, 
seven years old, and I swear to God that I just feel like their balls probably smell like a musty attic. I can't do it. That's why I can never be a sugar baby. Because this seven-year-old man's going to be like, what are you going to do for this $800? And I'm going to be like, fuck, I'm going to have to suck that smelly dick. <laughs> I'm going to have to play with your dusty balls. Oh, my God. I don't think I can do it, sir. Keep your money. Oh, my God. It's just so fun. I don't know. I think I think when they're in their 60s, they're still having a great time. They might need to have a little something. But by the time they get into like their late eight, 70s, 80s, I think it's just dust. That shoots out of there. That's, it's just like, I mean, eh. we don't know because we <laughs> haven't been 70 or 80 yet. You're right. I don't know. I'm a thinking that's what it is, but I, don't I mean, know. my grandma died when she was like 78 and she was like, I really want some dick. Like, yeah. I told my grandmother to get five vibrator because my grandfather wouldn't give it to her. So, like, before she got sick, I took my grandmother to fucking that little place on Route 4 before it closed down. Yeah. And got her a bullet. <laughs> my God. Because that's the kind of grandmother, daughter I am. <laughs> So now when I call back and to then, wish my pup up a happy birthday. And then when they put her in hospice and they started, like, leaving things out of her room, yeah. I went into her room, opened her bottom drawer, took it out of the sock she had it hidden, and threw it out on my way out so nobody would know that my grandmother had a vibrator. That's exactly what you should do. You are that kind of person. I am the best fucking granddaughter. You and really that's are. why I was her favorite. And y'all can... <laughs> that's why I was And everybody favorite. in the family knows it. Like, if you ask anybody in my family, who was your grandmother's favorite? And they will all say it, fucking Jamie. Well, that's why. Because you made sure her rocks kept getting it. Well, right. you know. I am okay with that. My mommy did great. Oh, my God. That is the funniest shit ever. I really have to call my grandfather back and wish him a happy birthday. And I'm going to have to have a discussion. And it's going to feel weird, so... <laughs> Speaking of me going to weird places, don't you have somewhere that, uh... It's that about Sex Island? Oh, yeah. So, okay, apparently there's a Sex Island. I, I was like the New York Post. Girls trip! <laughs> That's, I think it's for men exclusively, though. What? I don't know, though. I mean, I can look at it. I, I read briefly through it because I was that just like, oh, my God. discriminatory. I know. Well, it says, it says, depraved Sex Island vacation offers guests unlimited sex with 100 women. That's the headline on New York Post from May 4th by Andrew Court. So it's saying it's billed as every man's dream. That's fucking nonsense. A four-day orgy extravaganza that promises four kinky customers. four-day orgy Apparently, like, Well, at the end of the thing, they're, they're probably just puffing air at the end, too, by, you know, after four days. It says promises kinky customers unlimited sex without a condom. Ew! And it's set to get underway near Las Vegas on Thursday. No. No, you had me until they were like, no condom. What? Well, it says all of our girls are tested and free of any sexual diseases. Yeah, but there's people coming in there that aren't. Well, I don't know what they have to do, but it says at any minute or any moment you can switch girls with the other 50 guests. It says there is also on-site HIV and STI testing so guests can feel reassured of their sexual safety before getting down and dirty. Organizers say the four-day vacation is drug-friendly and also offers access to horseback riding, a holographic concert, and casino tours. Or casino tours. Meanwhile, the fifty frisky ticket holders will also be able to partake in a, sen- a sensual helicopter ride. I'm sorry. Did you say it's not only no condoms, but it's drug-friendly? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, Vegas! What are you thinking? It well, it's right there. outside of Vegas. Oh, so it's it's where prostitution is legal. I guess so. It's, it's out of Clark County. 
It says, one New Yorker who bought a ticket to the 2017 event spoke out the following year, spilling sort of details about the vacay. Said there were 30 of us ticket holders all together, all men except for one couple. There you go. It's not too late for you. It could still happen. I'm just going to work there. <laughs> I'm just going to work. Paco doesn't marry me. At least I know where I can get a job. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm not God. gorgeous, but I've got experience, people. <laughs> And that's got to count for something. I have a good damn time. You are a good time. Oh, my God. They'll probably just be like, and I love Best Little Horror House in Texas. They'll probably just make me the house, Mom. That would be that would be right up your alley. That would be. I, I mean, and really, I would, Madam? I would be singing. I would be like, it's just an itty bitty piss. Like, I would make uh, them bitches break out in song here and there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But then you would be annoyed because they're taking the attention away from you. It's like and then Dirty you would bring, High School you know, Musical. Oh, my God. It says, so there are 30 of us, except for a couple. This guy was a 33-year-old dentist named Ryan. said most were professional guys, doctors, lawyers, aged between 25 and 50. Half of them were married. Ugh. There were some nerds from Silicon Valley who had never done this kind of thing before and were nervous at the beginning. There there were also two big pop stars from Canada. I immediately recognized one of them. He's very famous, and it quite took me back. The depraved dentist, who was married but didn't tell his wife about the four-day orgy, you think? It was was Justin Bieber. Said the debauchery began shortly after the vacation kicked off as each man had to choose the two girls who would keep them company during the entire trip. So just 15 minutes into the trip, I was already on a bed with them. Some of them, the guests, didn't sleep for the whole four days. They just stayed awake night and day to to make the most of their girls. Wait, so imagine. Imagine this. You are these top 100 girls. You're obviously beautiful. You know, you're getting paid a lot of money to do this, I'm sure. So here you are, these gorgeous women. So you put all the gorgeous women, and then people start picking the woman they want. Mm-hmm. It's like dodgeball in gym class all over I know, again. you don't want to be the last one. You do not want to be the ugliest of the beautiful women. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. You would call your mom like, I'm just average. <laughs> An average hoe. I'm just average mom. Oh, my I'm God. That would, be, that would be such a great idea for merch. Average hoe. Yeah. I'm just an average hoe. Just average. Oh, my God. Let's think about that. If we ever get popular and have more than tens of listeners tens of and we ever get merch, then we should totally do. I'm just an average hoe. <laughs> I, was the, I was the ugliest of all the beautiful women. <laughs> It said there was some others I've never heard of before, like one they call Toothy. It's pink and you sniff it. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I went way too far. I'm sorry. (laughs) Hold on. I went too far. If you got tired of the same girl, you could do a deal with one other guest and do a swap. Ryan revealed that drugs were available all the time, saying there were pills, poppers, and cocaine. Of course. How the fuck are you going to stay up for four fucking days without any coke? I mean, I've never even done coke. And look at me. Like, I'm a pro over here. I'm a pro. There's some others I'd never heard of before, like one they call Toothy. It's pink and you sniff it. It really gets you excited and makes you want to have sex. So it's basically probably ecstasy. I don't know. So the New Yorker said his most memorable moment was an activity called All In, a one-off experience where each guest could sleep with 15 of the women all at once. Holy shit. Oh my God. It was the craziest thing I've ever done in my life, he cooed. I never wanted that hour to end. Meanwhile, Good Girls Company's head of PR, known only as Tony, Yo, Tony, spoke with the Post back in 2018 saying Sex Island is the brainchild of five hard-partying friends 
in their 30s and 40s. He claimed the company bends over backwards <laughs> for the high-paying customers in order to catch their kinks. And while there are drugs galore during the four-day erotic holiday, Tony insisted his organizers do not directly provide any illegal substances. However, the pervy PR guru did wax lyrical about the toothy pink powder Ryan mentioned. Said it's a lot like cocaine, but it makes you super horny, he exclaimed. The guy's like sniffing it off girls' butts. There you go, Jamie. You've got a really great ass still. You're going to die in your goddamn casket. Your ass is still going to be like papow. There you go. You're going to show them your ass and how tight it is still to this day. Right. And it, you're going to put some toothy It doesn't on jiggle, there. jiggle. Now you're going to put some toothy on there. The toothy. The guys are going to come and sniff it right off. And there you yeah, go. Yeah, because I'm sure Paco would love that. You said you were going to go there if Paco doesn't marry Right, you. if Paco doesn't step it up. Like, I have career path now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I no, have goals. You know damn well our old boss is like just waiting for you to be like Nope, come back. I nah. haven't said I haven't said anything to her at all about it. But anyway, you should send me that link for the thing for what's gonna call it? For what? For um the villages. Oh, okay. Yeah, so just send me the link. It's a, it's all over Google. Just Google Lufa villages in Lufa and it pops Well, up. I was thinking from now on, I'll start posting the things that we're going to talk about. Like when I do our, what's going to call it? Every Sunday when I post them, I'm going to tell people what we're talking about again. So, so every time you're done, just send me one. All right. So Sex Island. I know. Look, now we're just talking about operational concerns. And let's y'all talk are, about making, here for that. Let's ma- talk about making it rain. Okay. Let's talk about making it rain in the mall. So there is a mystery man that rains cash on a New Jersey mall. Oh. And as he's dropping cash from the upper level, and there he is with his, his reusable Wawa bag. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's screaming to all the customers, Happy Mother's Day! So it says, Shoppers at the Freehold Raceway Mall were surprised by a mystery benefactor throwing fistfuls of cash over a walkway railing near the food court on Sunday, while all while yelling, Happy Mother's Day! Sarah Mustafa caught the excitement around 1.20 p.m. while visiting the Monmouth Monmouth County Mall with her sisters. She told New Jersey Advanced Media on Monday Mustafa was waiting in line at the Starbucks on the mall's first floor when she heard commotion coming from above and saw a man just tossing fistfuls of cash to the shoppers below. And this never happens to me. In true New Jersey fashion, the man appears to be pulling the money out of a Wawa reusable bag. Of course he is. Of course he is. Some people thought it was confetti, and then it took a closer look at it and was like, wait, that's actually money. As the man tossed bills, he shouted, Happy Mother's Day at onlookers. Once he'd he'd given away all the cash in the bag, the man gave a wave and went on his way. Afterwards, he just left. It was like a little Santa Claus moment. No. (laughs) Mustafa remained in line at the Starbucks, Starbucks, opting not to chase the bills raining down from the second-story balcony. I figured if somebody really needed it, they would get to it. Mustafa said "Women stand, a woman standing next to her in the Starbucks line remarked, the man does this a few times a year on the holidays. Apparently, he just likes to give away money. Isn't that nice? That's and so cool. That is the end of the article. It never happens to me, though. Like, where the fuck right. am I at? Right? Where am I at? Like, you know what? I would feel like that would just call. I'm just surprised it doesn't cause, like mass chaos where people are just running each other like a mosh pit like trying to get to the money you know what i mean right oh my god 
What? What's that one? Um, I just got, got this article, and it's not something I want to mention on the podcast because it's not lighthearted. It's not funny. It's very, it's very not funny. So I don't want to talk about it on the podcast, but I will definitely talk about it to you when we're done this. Oh, okay. Well, I had another weird one. Okay. Oh, wait, speaking of Las Vegas, let me do this. I won't, like, make it a whole thing. Yeah, I won't make it, like, a whole thing. But on allthatsinteresting.com and a couple other places, they're talking about how many bodies are, like, washing up on shore at Lake Mead. Oh, my God, I do want to talk about this. Yeah. Because the first one they found was, like, in a barrel. And they're, like, saying that Lake Mead's shit is, like, at a critically low point. Like, they they don't get some Historically. It's going to dry out. Yeah. So... Apparently, the first one they found in a barrel, and it was a body from, like, the 80s. But now they keep getting older and older and older as the low, the levels sink. Yeah. Well, how many bodies so far have they found? Like, four? I, I, from, so, what I have right now is just two, and that was from, it was published yesterday. So, I know that the first one was, you know, the person in a barrel, and they were able to see, like, that they had a shirt and pants on, and they, and they said that. Wherever the shirt and the pants came from, or the belt and the shoes, something like that, they could find at a Kmart, like, back then. Okay. So, that's kind of where that was. And it says... So, it's, um, it's Jacqueline Smith. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> My God says, according to Law and Crime, the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department is investigating the discovery as a homicide and believes that the remains belong to a man who was shot in the 70s or 80s. His body was sealed in the barrel and thrown in the lake. That is some straight up fucking mob Mops. ass shit. And you're that close to Vegas? Yeah, that's that. I one. know. I'm like, that is that crazy. That is mob hits. All these bodies are mob hits. Well, they say his shoes and clothes match items sold at Kmart during those decades. At the time, the water level would have been dozens of feet higher than it is today. I would say there's a very good chance as the water level drops that we are going to find additional human remains, Metro Police Homicide Lieutenant Ray Spencer told KLAV. I think anybody can understand there are probably more bodies that have been dumped in Lake Mead. It's just a matter of, are we able to recover those? So then just a week later, there was like these two girls that were like down there and they're like, oh my God, look, holy crap. Like, there's, what is that? Oh my, oh my God, it's a body. And it was like a head with teeth and like, you know, the skull. And right. And there's probably like all these mob bosses right now are like, oh, fuck. They found lefty two toes. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think by now it probably would be really hard. You know, like, to figure that out. But I just thought, holy freaking crap. And, you know, it's sad to me that, it's like, this is what we're doing to each other. You know what I mean? Like, as a people, this is, like, kind of what we're doing. And it just makes me a little sad. That's all. I'm just kind of like, oh, you know? Just bothers me a little bit. But on a happy side. Please. Talk me to a happy side. No, let's not do a happy side. I can, I can talk about this later. Um, we got to talk about the prison guard. And the six foot nine crazy guy that they escaped. Look. That went down in a, a hail of bullets, apparently. Well, you know, at least one and bullet. She died. At well, least apparently he was shot too. He wasn't there shot. Was... He was injured in the in the car accident. Oh, well, somebody said that they believed he was too. From the thing that I had from TMZ, maybe that was updated and I just hadn't seen it yet. So they were taught they were like updating like their things, but I don't know that they went any further. And they were saying that there was rumors that he also was hit by gunshot. Oh, when she shot herself? Maybe. I'm not really sure. It's so, this was on TMZ yesterday, and it says, um, the Alabama prison escape, whatever, 
Prison guard shoots herself and dies. They updated that. And it said inmate also captured the. So here's a six foot nine motherfucker walking around. Right. And so it's Lauderdale County Sheriff Rick Singleton said he had every bit of trust in Vicki White as an employee before the escape. He said he hopes she survives her injuries and has some answers to give us. Well, she was like, oh, no, that's not going to happen. So it says mm. officers say they got tipped off to the couple's location after a tip from a civilian. The two were located by law enforcement at a local hotel. That's when the pursuit started. The alleged murderer who escaped from prison late last month and the guard who allegedly helped him have been cornered and captured in an Indiana cornfield, according to Fox 59 in Indianapolis. It went down Monday afternoon in Evansville, Indiana, when police tracked down a pickup truck Casey White and Vicki White were driving, a 2006 Ford F-150. The pair apparently fled to a nearby cornfield where cops rented them. The Lauderdale County Alabama Sheriff says Casey has been taken into custody after surrendering and Vicki has been taken to a local hospital. It's clear Vicki is in rough shape. The sheriff said, and he goes on to say, like, I hope she survives this. I don't know the extent of her injuries. We don't wish any ill will on Vicky with her health, but she has some answers to give us, he says. As for Casey White, he's also in custody, and there are unconfirmed reports he, too, was shot, although it's not clear if it was his own gun or someone else's. And as we reported, Casey White, who was in, White, who was in custody on murder charge, escaped from an Alabama detention center with the help of Vicky White. Who drove him away under false pretenses. So, I mean, it kind of goes on a little bit more of that because, of course, there was a manhunt. You so talk about this, that. This is a story. A love story. A love story, if you will. <laughs> Guy commits capital murder. Goes to jail. Lady is like, I'm a veteran of this force. I'm a correctional officer. I love my job. I'm going to retire soon. But lo and behold, I'm a sucker for a man who's Andre the Giant's little brother. Because mm. this motherfucker was 6'9". I know. I'm like, oh my god. Like, could you imagine the size of his area? All right, That's so. probably what did it. That is what did it. It turned that bitch out. She was like, okay, what do you need me to do? I will give up my life, my pension, everything for you. Oh, my God, I love like you so much. Like, he basically became a sit and spin is what he right. became. Right, let's, let's just escape. So here's how we're going to do it. I'm going to tell them that you need a health evaluation, and even though they know it's damn well against the rules for me as a woman to escort you by myself, being you're six foot nine and I'm five foot five, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to take you... And we're going to act like we're going to court. And I'm going to tell them I'm going to the doctors. That should give us enough time to get at least three states away. But you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to hang out the next state over. Like, why the fuck not, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like there people are going to notice you. You'll just fit in. Because you're not six foot fucking nine. Well, I think what's funny is... When I before, can change you. I know. Before we started the podcast, <laughs> like we were kind of talking about this. And I'm like... Like... If it was me, and this is right. like how deviant Mind I am you, all Danielle of a sudden. Danielle is the most naive person when it comes. I to like really illegal, am with illegal anything. activity. I'll tell you, I swear to God, she would make a terrible criminal. I'm telling you, my ex boyfriend was literally on drugs, and I knew something was wrong with him, but I didn't know what it was. And Jamie was like, "The motherfucker's on drugs." I'm like, "What? What? <laughs> what?" I'm with him all the time. She's like, "What the fucking wrong with you? He's a fucking drug addict." I'm like, "Is he?" Like, anyway. <laughs> I mean, literally, right under my nose, sniffing, crazy, like, doing all this crazy shit. She's like, yeah, he's a drug addict. Anyway, so, <laughs> I'm like, no! So, anyway, um, I was sitting here telling Janie, I'm like, well, first of all, if it was me, he can't change who he is. 
So I'd be like, baby, you just got to lay down on the seat or something. Like, we're just going to keep you in the car if we have to ever right. stop anywhere. I need you to put these shoes on your knees. <laughs> <laughs> so, and sit, 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 crisscross applesauce. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you stay in the car and you don't get out because you look like a humongous thumb walking around because you're so fucking, you know, tall. I'm like, but me, on the other hand, I can change my color. I can put fake piercings in. I can change my eye color, you know, with, like, mm-hmm. contacts and stuff. I can start wearing, like, goth gear and shit. Like, I could really change my look. And right. get, like, a different car, you know, maybe steal some tags, you know, all that stuff. And all of a sudden, Jamie's like, oh, really? But could you? Are you right. Could you? Could you? And I'm like, you know? So here I am, like, theoretically, like, having this discussion about what a badass person I am. And so now I can get away with things. books. So I can see. I had I wrote two books and I've right. never been able to write so, anything since. So she's, she can write a book. Danielle can write you a story. So <laughs> do I think that Danielle would have brilliant ideas on how to escape? Absolutely. Do I think the pressure of actually doing it all would send her into a nervous fucking tailspin? Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I would have zero ability to land that right. thing, I think. Right. I wouldn't be able to land it. I'd be able we're to flying, conjure it. We're flying, we're flying. Oh, that's real close to the sun. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> but I just, I'm very, it, it always, okay, so there's a couple things that always amaze me in this life. Women who are pregnant and don't know it. Right. And I really enjoy that our friend that didn't know she was pregnant before is now pregnant and knows it this time and everybody harps on her about it. Well, at least we know this time. <laughs> right. You know, like she's getting ready to have her baby shower so and everybody's I, like, at least we get to have one for you this time. I asked her the other day, I, I was like, I miss your face. And she's like, I miss you too. I was like, do you ever, do you still go out to the bar? She's like, no, I'm pregnant. And I'm like, um, bitch, your first baby was made on Jack and Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> the day before you went into labor, we were fucking wasted. Oh my we God. were Wednesday white girl wasted. I do remember you telling me that. Yeah. So, How lucky she got. So you don't got a drink, but you can still party. <laughs> you can still come out and say hi. You can still party. Oh my gosh. That is too funny. Could you imagine? She's going to like lose her mind when she finally gets to go back out again. She's going to be like dancing on the tabletops and shit. Oh my God. When me and Sally were at the sandbar a couple weeks ago, we went to the beach. There was a clearly pregnant bitch shit face fucking drunk. No. And she was clearly pregnant. And I was like, Sally, does she bring, like, you could tell. You could tell. Like, I know people get beer bellies, but <sighs> This no, was not it. This was not it. She was clearly pregnant and just shit-faced, and she made me want to throw up. Oh, that's so hard. And, and you know, usually I'm not a judgy, well, I am a little bit of a judgy person. I'm like, wait a minute. Yes, you are. <laughs> but, you know, I try not to. the worst judgmental person. I try to make the best of where I'm at. Yeah. But there's certain things that will make me want to vomit, and that is it. Like, I'm like this fucking trashy whore. No, because it's just, you know better. You know you, better. You know better. You're not supposed to do that. You know what bad things could happen, and you're going to have this child, and, you know, hopefully the child's going to be okay. But if the child's not okay, then you'll probably end up getting, getting rid of it, and then somebody else has got to fucking take care of this for the rest of their life. It's just crazy to me that people make the decisions that they make, but... Right, here meanwhile, we are. you're out here taking advantage of the fact that you're pregnant and not even caring and drinking when they're trying to overturn Roe versus Wade. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. And we're trying to keep the right for us to make the choice of whether or not we want to keep a baby or not. I, like, I just cannot believe we are still having to have this discussion. They're never, I don't think that they're ever going to overturn it. They're not going to be able to because. They did. They didn't overturn it. 
the 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 Supreme Court like already said they're like overturning it or something. I thought that no, was no, no, it was a whole leak thing. They haven't even brought it up in discussion yet. It was just something that they were batting around, is what they said. It was like mm. a leaked document or something. But here's the thing: banning abortion is not going to do anything but make people have illegal, unsafe abortions. Yeah. So when these women are out there dying, leaving behind children, and all this, and people are like, well. I don't want my taxpayer pay money paying for abortions. Well, you also don't want your tax money going to people on welfare, but that's what's going to happen mm-hmm. because these people need a way to take care of the babies that you're forcing them to have. Yeah. Like, stay the fuck out of people's wombs, governments. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, sometimes things just have to happen between a woman and her doctor or a woman and her her soul. You know right. what I mean? Like, you just... And I'm I'm Republican. Like, I say I'm a Republican. I'm not an extreme right, though. There's difference. Right. So, and I truly believe that there's certain things, and I think a lot of us fall into the same place, is that some things you just need to shut the fuck up about. I don't think that we need Democrats or Republicans. I don't think so I don't so think either, we need parties. At the end of the day. I don't, I think that's just another way to divide. I don't no. think we need parties. I think we need somebody in office that's not 180,000 years old. Mm-hmm. That's like, hey, everybody, mind your own motherfucking business. Yeah, like, we have a lot going on in the world, and I understand that people are very um, up at arms with things. Right. Like, I understand the feeling of it. I, I get it. I do understand. But at the same time, it's like we have a lot going on in this world, a lot of, lot of crazy things. We don't take care of each other as it is. Right. There is no village. Remember before it used to take a village and, you know, that stuff, like, that village is, is non-existent now. You know, we do not have paternity, um, like, paternity leave. We don't really have paid maternity leave. Like, you'll be lucky if you get that. Right. Expanded maternity leave. Um, right. People are losing their Medicaid all over the place, so you, you don't have expended some benefits. Some people do get paternity leave, apparently. Yeah, some of them do, but it's apparently not. Apparently, Lee gets fucking six months. If Katie has a C-section, he gets six months paid. Well, yeah, but that's not like, that depends on the company, yeah. but it's not like... They don't make it like, well, okay, this needs to be mandated. So, like, you go to some of these other countries that they say they're so-called you get socialist a year countries. In Australia. Yeah, like, and they're kind of a socialist country, but there's certain things that they make sure that you have. So, it's like, you can't say women can't have abortions, but then not up taking care of these children. Right. You know, and it's like, you know, hey, we've got a lot of kids that are already unwanted that are in the system and things like that. Or maybe they're not unwanted necessarily, but then their parents didn't make good decisions. There's just so much going on there. And I understand the anger of it all because when you think about it, you're like, oh, it's a little baby and they're killing a baby. Like, I get it. But at the same time, like, there's certain things that we just need to shut the fuck up about. And that's one of them. Shut the fuck up about it. Right. So there's that. They just took away the age limit to marry in Tennessee. So if Billy Bob next door. Yeah. If Billy Bob next door sees seven-year-old little Betty outside in her yard playing... And says to her parents, I want to marry like her. like Appalachian backcountry people. Right. Who or are Appalachian. Probably, who are probably struggling. And, you know, the guy next door has a shit ton of money and says, well, I have $10,000. I want to marry your seven-year-old. It's fucking legal. What? It's legal in Tennessee. So you got that kind of crazy shit going? You know, it's it's interesting to me. I saw a meme and I was like, oh, wow, all right, that kind of like made me think of something. Where they're like, you know, we talk about 70 and 80 year olds mm-hmm. not being able to work anymore. Like they're too old to work. Right. 
But that's who's fucking running our country. Right. That's who the fuck's running our country. Right. So what the fuck do you mean they're too old? I'm like, look at our president. Our president is like, oh my God, what the fuck? And it's not that I don't like Joe Biden. I may not like him as my leader. And it's not because I'm Republican necessarily, but I'm just like watching some of the stuff that goes on. You're like, oh my God. But he actually, I know people that have actually met him and they say he's a really, really nice guy. And right. He, he treats them with old, such respect and I and love that. He's slipping. I feel like something's definitely up with him. That's what I mean. More or less like mentally, I think there's right. something wrong with and him. And there are these people like that are just like... Nancy Pelosi and all these people who have been in fucking Congress their whole entire lives. It's like you need, they need term limits. They need need term limits and you need to put an age cap on it. Like, I'm sorry, you're 70 years old. You can't be president of the United States because it's 35. It caps off. Yeah, when would you ever find like a 35 year old that's going to actually get into president? I don't know. You never know these days with like the craziness that goes on with our other, with our kids' generation. We need, we need somebody. Like it could happen. I think our generation would be like, would somebody from our generation, Gen X. We're the last of the people that like, I I feel, I feel like we. That played outside. Right. I feel like somebody from our generation would fucking kick ass as a president. Maybe, but you know, I do have an actual, so that was pretty shitty of Tennessee, Tennessee. I don't know what the fuck's happening with that, but I also do want to mention real quick that I told Bruce that I really want to do like the whole Tennessee, like make it a whole Dolly trip. And he was like, okay, we didn't even tell the the world about that. Well, okay. So you tell them real quick because I have a Tennessee story that's super adorable and it will fix a little bit of what you just said. So listen to this fucking shit, people. Listen to this. Yeah, it was very upsetting. So Thursday, Dolly was at the Wilmington Library in Rodney Square and they kept it real hush-hush because usually when they have guest library, they put it out onto the website. Mm -hmm. There was absolutely nothing about Dolly coming. They had to keep it hush-hush because she's so popular. Mm -hmm. It was by invite only. Right. Well, I wonder how, and everybody found out, like, how it got leaked. Channel 6. Channel 6 eventually, like, Channel 6 leaked that shit. So, anyway, four miles from my work. Four miles from my work. And we all know how much Jamie loves fucking Dolly Parton. Yeah. Fucking loves her. So, I'm like, Q, that's my boss. I'm like, I need to take a long lunch. I need to go to Wilmington. I need to see Dolly Parton. And he's like, no. And I was like, please, God, let me go. Like, I'm literally crying to this man. Tears. And everybody is like, you need to let her go. You need to let her go. Like, the whole DMV was rallying behind me. Yeah, like, go. It was a slower day. It like, was just a, it let was, her go. It was a slow day. We had extra staff, but it was Employee Appreciation Day. I didn't feel real fucking appreciated. <laughs> oh, my God. So This I is had, how you can show me you appreciate me. Let me fucking go see Dolly. Right. Like, let me go see the one person that would change my life, even if she just looked at me and said, hey. Yeah. So, he didn't let me go. I cried in my fucking car on my lunch break. My Aunt Terry is mad at him, and y'all don't know my Aunt Terry, but you don't want her mad at you, and <laughs> that's what happened. Uh-huh. So I told Danielle, and I was crying to Danielle, who was going through her own fucking tragedy with her dog at the moment, and I called her crying my fucking eyes out because I couldn't go see Dolly. Well, that's okay. That's what we're and supposed scene. to be here for. And scene. When I told her, I was like, you know what? Next year, we should go away on a trip, mm-hmm. and... Well, actually, I don't know if you know this or not already, but I talked to Sally. You did. And we want to go for your birthday. Oh, my God. And do a Dolly-themed everything for Jamie's birthday next year. Oh, my God. (laughs) I know you said you want to 
wanted to do something like that. And she was like, well, wear a pink cowgirl head. Yes. I was like, you know, we'll do like the dolly, everything that you want to do dolly. And then we'll get like, you know, pink cowboy hats, you know, and like our cowgirl hats. And here's, we'll get like some boots. And here's the thing. This will probably be the one birthday that will make Jamie cry happy tears. <laughs> Like, you have no idea. Yeah, I was like, we need to do that. I'm like, and make it like a big shebang. Because I swear it was like, the pandemic's birthday got like so fucked over. I was like, we should really do that. And I talked to Sally and she was like, I'm down. Like, let's do it. Fucking Sally's always down for anything. Yeah, I'm surprised she didn't say anything to you. So you got to hear it right now on the podcast. But, um, so we're going to do like Dolly everything. So I think I'm excited. Let's do it. Yeah. So I think we're going to try and do like four days, something like that. Because, you know, I can only do kind of like a long weekend. So I think we're going to try and do like a four day sort of extravaganza where we'll just walk a lot. So I'm going to get ready. Get my walking shoes ready because, you know, (laughs) a bitch don't like to walk that much. But uh, so we're going to get going. They have like their own Rodeo Drive on that in Nashville. So we're going pretty woman, bitch. Oh, that'll be fun. So, yeah, you heard it here first. We're going to be going to Nashville next year. So Yeah, so we're going to, um, I got to talk to Sally about it later. I was like, we got to like figure out like the the logistics of everything. Um, we actually, I actually tried to look at some flights and they're like a thousand dollars right now because gas is so high. Yeah. I was like, what the actual shit is that about? So I'm hoping in a couple months, but here's a really, really cute story. It was so cute. Cute. So this is from fox17.com and it's about this couple. It says Tennessee couple reunites dog with owner after canine randomly crawls into their bed. I'm like, could you even imagine? So, this is on Monday, May 9th. So, this is like yesterday. It says, a Tennessee couple helped reunite a dog with its owner. Uh, after, blah, 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 blah. It says, reports say Jimmy and Julie Johnson opened their eyes to find a strange dog in their bed with them. <laughs> I rolled over on my side of the bed and said, no, 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 no. That's not our dog, Julie explained. <laughs> they thought they must have left the back door open. It turned out Nala ventured into their home after walking for about two miles. Oh, yeah. they was exhausted. I know. It says the power of social media helped get Nala's family's attention so she could make her way back home. And then it says, like, watch the video above. And then I actually watched the video and they're like, so we've got two other dogs and they bark at everything. Like, the wind blows, they bark. She was like, but somehow we must have left the back door open. And this dog comes crawling through and, like, goes to the door. And it didn't wake up any of her other dogs. And this dog just, like, jumped up on the bed, got in there. And the and man... Was like, and the man, like, spoons the dog and is like, wait a minute, this isn't my fucking dog. Where did this fucking dog come from? And why did my dog stop barking at this fucking dog? So it was so cute. And apparently it was, like, a Facebook post that they said, like, can you please help us find the owners of this dog? And it went viral. And, of course, they found the person, the dog's owners. And the owner was like, that's our Nala. And I'm like, what do you mean that's our Nala? Like, that just doesn't happen in, like, America anymore. You don't leave your back door open. Like, that just doesn't happen. But, um, like, what Jamie, I just wanted to say what Jamie was saying was that, um... I can't see that. It's 50. Oh, okay. So, uh, poor Lainey, this week, or last week on Thursday, to give you perspective of how crazy this was, I only go out one day a week to inspect houses. One day. With my boss. And her and I go out together, and we just kill it. And it just happened to be the worst day ever of my life. I know. And it was the worst day for you, because Dolly came in that your freaking boss wouldn't let you leave. Fuck that bitch. And, uh... I was sitting down eating my breakfast and I'd already let Lainey out and then she came back and wanted to go back outside again. I'm like, what do you want to go back outside for? And so I get up to walk her back outside and I start noticing she is bleeding from her butt. And I'm like, oh my God. So then I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I let her out the back door and then I watch her and then blood's just pouring out of the back of her. 
And then I go to look because I'm like leaving her out there and it's all over the, you know, kitchen. It's all over the living room. And I start freaking the hell out because I think my dog's going to die. Because I'm like, it's not normal to like for an animal to lose so much blood. Yeah, we're not ready to lose Lainey. No, and I was hysterical. And, and I I'm say like, we because she's mine too, people. Yeah, she's definitely yours too. And like, I was trying to call my husband and I couldn't get a hold of my husband and... Oh my God. It was just, it was awful. So my vet was like, you got to take her to the emergency vet. And by the time I pulled up, Bruce had finally was able to get back to me. And I was like hysterical. I could barely like talk. I was so upset because I thought I was going to have to put her down that day. And I was like telling her the whole way there. I was like, you and I made a deal. You're supposed to drop dead in the backyard because I can't put you down. Today's not your day. Today's not the day. No sorry, mom. It's not today. Like this is what I'm saying to this dog. And everything will come to find out. They think she's got like hemorrhagic gastritis or something right. and it, that's kind of like sometimes record, these things happen if you would have told me that you had to put your dog down i'd have told cute fuck you i would have come to you oh god it would i would it would have been, been like so i'm bad. sorry but now like dolly's gone at this point anyway and you've ruined my day and you've ruined my day but now my friend's gotta put her dog down and i'm going to be with her <laughs> i know oh my god it was just such a bad day and so then i missed a day of work Kathy had to go out without me. Thank God she only had to do, like, a couple things or whatever. And because I couldn't leave my dog for 48 hours because they're like, if she starts bleeding, i got to bring her back. It was just such a shit show. I'm like, of all the days, I'm home six days. You couldn't blood out your ass any other day. It's just on mama's money-making day. Like, so, I mean, of course it could happen. I'm just teasing, but it was she like, She didn't want oh you to leave. I guess she didn't. You know who else didn't want you to leave? Well, not you, but Fred Savage. Can we just talk about that real, real quick? Like, I'm so upset about this. Like, it really hurts my heart. And I know, oh, she's in here. I'll shut this. You didn't shut it. Thanks. <laughs> the dog didn't shut it. Yeah, so he got fired. I didn't know, but he's the director and executive producer of the new Wonder Years I haven't show. I have watched it. Like, I haven't it watched it either. Out yet? Like, yeah. what's it on? It is, but they're like African American. But what's it's it like on? It's like set back in the day. I think it's on six, maybe? Hold on, let me look. ABC, yeah, Channel 6. Oh, I should, I should. Channel like, 6 here. Anyway. I should Google it. Like, I should, I'll demand it. So it I was a cute, it. it was cute. I think I watched, like, the first two episodes, but I just, it wasn't anything necessarily that they were doing wrong. It's just, I go through phases where I like to binge watch yeah. shit. I don't really watch shows like that. Like, right now, I'm on a big kick for Young Sheldon. Like, I'm stuck on Stupid mm. with Young Sheldon. Um... So, and I'm, like, still, like, watching the Kardashians. Like, I'm still I'm on watching that. Crystal Vale. I gotta go back to that. Um, Courtney Cox is amazing in that. Yes. That the sound? Yeah. So I'm trying to get past it. It's like episode seven. It's getting real weird for me. Um, I also binge watched Ghosts. I which saw is that. So That's funny. so funny. Yeah. And um, so funny. Love is Blind on Netflix. I just finished. Oh, okay. Well, Fred Savage just finished. Because apparently they were saying he was, like, sexually harassing people or How? misconduct. It was uh, allegations of misconduct. How does Kevin Arnold get himself fucking canceled? I don't know. And it's like, you know, sometimes I think we forget that these people are, like, actual real adults and they're not their character. Because <laughs> I'm looking at him going, how dare you? Like, how dare you have this problem when it bothers my idea of you? So Lenny would be so upset. Yeah, they fired his ass. Good. So, but, you know, sometimes you're just like, well, did it really happen? Like, did you really investigate it? Did it really happen? Or are you just trying to be, like, woke and not get cancel culture? Like, I'm just, you know what I mean? Like, because it worries me these days. But according to People Magazine, yeah, he's out. So if you watched that show and you liked it, he will not be doing that anymore. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, and he shouldn't if he's really doing those things. He should be gone, just say. But it kind of crazes, just, it's crazy the world that we live in these days when you can't even have Kevin from the fucking Wonder Years. 
grow up Kevin and be a decent motherfucking human being. It's because his name was Kevin. Oh, yeah, your ex. Sorry, got mm. the bad vibes. Bad vibes. Bad mojo. Bad mojo. Yeah. Anyway. anyway yeah, take you, us home, Jamie. If y'all have ever had a strange animal crawl into your bed or visited a sex island, and <laughs> drop us a line. Also, tell us what color your vufa is. Oh, can I just mention real fast? So, our friend Bethann... Is in Ireland? Is in Ireland right now, and it's a bucket list item of hers that she is crossing off. Good for her. And her work took her there. Nice. And she's, like, in this awesome hotel that's, like, right on the water, and it's exactly what I would expect it to be. It's all gray. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's, like, gray over there and everything. But she's sending me stuff. She had, like, authentic, um, like, what was it? Like, Irish coffee. Mm -hmm. And she had, like, an authentic Guinness beer. And she went to the Blarney Castle... And stuff like that. So, but she's getting ready to come home. And then she's going to be off to uh, Jamaica. So, anyway, I just wanted to shout out to Bethany. I'm so proud of you. You're killing it. Oh, yeah. I'm so happy glad you got to Mikey. do that. And anyway. happy birthday to Mikey. So, anyway, um, drop us a line. Tell us what your favorite color loofah is. And <laughs> you can do that at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at straightfromthenet. You can find me on TikTok. And Danielle says she's going to start making TikToks, but we shall see. Um. Oh, my God. Guess what? What? Just now they posted them for NBC, uh-huh. Philadelphia. A New Jersey family finds a steel drum welded shut on their property with a dead man inside. So next week we'll get to that. <laughs> um, we do have something that most podcasts don't have. What do we have, Danielle? You're like, now that you stop interrupting me. Right, like, try to get this out. Bitch. Like, could you come on? Like, I'm trying to wrap this shit up. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Anyway, so they thought it was a great idea to put us on the on daytime New York radio. So you can hear us every Friday morning at 10 a.m. on the WMLD, the voice of Hudson Valley Radio. And if you miss it, that's okay, because they're going to play us again on Saturday at 7 o'clock. And if you missed that, that's cool, too, because I'm going to upload this episode to our mother platform, which is SoundCloud, right around 11 o'clock. And in the meantime, I guess if you're missing any episodes, go back and listen to some. Subscribe on all your major there. platforms. Yeah, and you can listen to all your major platforms. But in the meantime, be good people, and we'll see you next week. Okay, Bye! bye.